0: Hello, this is Caleb with God's Loving Sacrifice Podcast, where we talk about the Word of God and how it helps us get through today's world. I hope you learn and grow as you listen. Today, we're going to talk about two things. First, we're going to talk about the Beatitudes, and we're also going to talk about the fruit of the Spirit. It's really just one thing, but it's how they work together. I want to first read. The scriptures on both items: the beatitudes and the fruit of the spirit. The beatitudes are coming from Matthew five three through twelve. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And that's the Beatitudes. Now let's look at Beatitudes and which Beatitude works with which fruit of the Spirit. The first one is blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The poor in spirit, it doesn't mean that they are unsaved or that they're not good people. Poor in spirit is those who recognize their need for God, a great need for God. And that is gentleness. Gentleness involves having a genuine, humble spirit. I've looked up scriptures for all of these, and this is the scripture I came up for the poor in spirit. Luke 18, 9-13. Also he spake this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I am thankful that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I give tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And that is someone who's poor in spirit and knows their great need for Jesus Christ. The next one is, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. The people who mourn, it's not just talking about losing a loved one or it's mourning because their sins had kept them away from God. They mourn that. And this is love. We mourn for the loss of what we love. We love Christ and the time that we lost with him because of our sins causes us to mourn. Love is often seen as a, a virtue, and it refers to the selfless, sacrificial love for others that Christ showed us. And the scripture that I have for this is 2 Corinthians 7.10. For godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation, not to be regretted. The sorrow of the world produces death. The next Beatitude are blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Better understanding of meek is not someone who's timid and shy and but someone who has the strengths in their life under control. They don't have to be boisterous, they don't have to be out there. They are patient and slow to anger, and that is long suffering. So the scripture for the meek and long-suffering is 2 Timothy 2, 23-25. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. If God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth. And the next one. Is blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. That is somebody who is desperate to do the will of God. And to me, that's faithfulness. People who are faithful to God are going to do the will of God. Faithfulness is another virtue, but it relates to loyalty and reliability and trustworthiness in your relationship with Christ. The scripture that I found for this one is in Matthew 6 32 through 33. For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of these things. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And they are. When we are faithful with what Christ wants of us, he takes very good care of us. The next one is blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. Mercy. We all understand mercy. We all have seen the mercy that God gives us through salvation. And being merciful is kind, showing kindness, and that's their fruit of the Spirit. It's the quality of being generous and considerate towards others Even putting others' needs before your own. The scripture for this is Hebrews 8 12. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. That's the mercy he showed us. That's the mercy he wants us to show to others. So that's kindness. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Pure in heart. We all know that person that is pure in heart. They're humble. They're dedicated. They know what moral excellence is, and that's how they live. And what better fruit for moral excellence is there than goodness? And the scripture for this one is Hebrews twelve fourteen. Pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. And I love that scripture because it says, Blessed are the pure of heart, for we shall see God. And Hebrews said, that When we live in peace with people, we'll see the Lord. The next one is, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. And it's easy to know that their fruit of the Spirit is peace. But the peace that the fruit of the Spirit, it's an inner peace. It's reconciliation with God, living in harmony with others. And those people have received peace, and they also offer peace to others. John fourteen twenty seven. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid, because that is God's peace. Isn't that wonderful? The next one is, blessed are those who persecute you because of righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And if you're persecuted because of righteousness, you consistently continue doing the things that God has you to do. So many people, when they're persecuted, it is very easy to just say, okay, I'm going to give up on that. Too many people are yelling at me, so I'm just going to do whatever they say, so I don't have to go through this. But these people have self-control no matter what their situation is, they are going to live for Christ. So their fruit of the Spirit is self-controlled. And the scripture for that is 2 Timothy 3.12. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. If you're suffering persecution, look at your life. Are you living godly in Jesus Christ? The last one is, blessed are you when they revile or persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. Joy, this is one of my absolute favorite fruit of the spirits, is joy. God gave me a joy that just, I I can't explain the joy that he gives me. I can't explain the joy that he took me out of circumstances and made me a joyful person. Nothing could take that joy. Nothing. Get a little excited about joy. It's not dependent on your circumstances. It's dependent on your relationship with Jesus Christ. So no matter what comes against you, you have joy. And that's what their fruit of the Spirit is. And the scripture I got for this one was kind of different because it's the Beatitudes from Luke, but I thought it was cool that, of course, you all know that I use the New King James Version, and this is the scripture from it: Luke six twenty-two through twenty-three. Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they exclude you and revile you and cast your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for indeed your reward is great in heaven. This is all just. A roadmap to God's reward of heaven. If we live our lives and our fruit is the fruit of the spirit, all these things will be added to us if we trust in Him, if we're long-suffering, kind, if we love, and if we're faithful. I looked to see other people who had compared the Beatitudes with the fruit of the Spirit. And I didn't find a lot on it. And so I decided to do this research on myself with my research buddy, my son. And this is what we came up with. It's not set in stone. It's what I feel that God was showing me. And this information that we came up with has made me very excited. It's very exciting to think that when Paul was writing about the fruits of the Spirit, he was using Beatitudes, maybe he didn't realize that's what he was doing, but he was using the Beatitudes that go together. How can anyone say that the Bible is not real? There's no way that two different people sat down and captured the exact same thing in such a different manner. I get so excited when I see the Bible agrees from book to book, from writer to writer. I love studying. I love looking and and finding these gemstones that are in the Bible. And I think that's very important. All of these things that I talked about, the one thing it doesn't talk about is how important the Word of God is. You can do all these things not without the word of God. The word of God has to be ingrained into our hearts. It has to be present in our lives. All of the things that I couldn't do that without the word of God. I couldn't do that without the Holy Spirit. Read your Bibles. Find these beautiful nuggets in there. Put them in your heart. You don't know when the day will come, when you'll walk into a room, somebody will hear you talk. And you'll say exactly what God needed them to hear because you carry the Word of God in your life. I pray that you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any comments or questions, you can leave a message by contacting me on the website at www.godslovingsacrifice.com. And while you're there, you can catch up on all the other episodes check out the reviews, and even read the blog. You can also leave a comment on Facebook at God's Loving Sacrifice. Thank you for spending time with us today. And until next time, may God richly bless and keep you.